It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. It is the Monday means test, all thanks to Franklin's. Transform your home with Franklin's famous anniversary sale. Corey Parker is here to run the rule over the Monday means test after the weekend's footy round 18. Corey has already said that it's Parramatta in his eyes that'll be playing Penrith in the grand final. And that's who the Broncos take on this Thursday night. Now, Corey, right now, mm. Kevy has the boys across the border. They're yeah. at Kingscliff. Yep. They're having a, a mini camp. In fact, they went there on uh, Friday coming into Saturday's game. They based themselves at Kingscliff, just caught the bus up to Rabina to play Saturday night and have gone back there. A, a, a mini camp at this time of the year, what's that do? Yeah, there's been a lot of disruption over the last six weeks. You've got to obviously you know, get that origin campaign and that series. And the Broncos, um, you know, they gave up six players, Payne Haas being you know, with New South Wales and, and, and some Queenslanders. And what that does do is it disrupts the general flow from, you know, week to week going into round, I think it was around 10 or 11 it was, before they went into the origin period. Now's a really good time to reset, refocus, um, put some goals in place in regards to what the back half of the season looks like. And it's really important because the Broncos have done an extremely good job to put themselves in a position now where they can really have a, a good hard look mm. at the run home. Um, you mentioned about Parramatta. They're in the same boat. So they play Parramatta on Thursday night and they'll get a real good indication of where they're at uh, because now's the time. There's yeah, there's no more disruptions, no more rep rounds, no more origin. Now's the time you start to make your move. You hear about people talk about um, you know making their run or, or, or getting momentum and we saw South do it last year, probably around this similar time, and ended up going into a grand final. Uh, so it's a really good opportunity for the boys to reset, get a bit of time together uh, before they sort of look ahead. So I think it's a great move. And it's a fair run home too for, for Brisbane. Parramatta this week, so yeah. it's 5v6 on the ladder on the same points. It's just four and against that separates them. Uh, Tigers, Roosters, Newcastle, and then Melbourne, who were beaten up, and then they've yeah. got to play Parramatta again. So it's it, it's it's not the toughest to run homes, I've got to say. Yeah. So if you look at those, you know, that run home as you mentioned, you probably bank and you do this as a as a playing group. You go, well, we should win this, 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 and this mm. if we're fair income, and, and that's how you you sort of look at it. And these ones maybe fifty fifty. So I expect them to win out of those at least three, possibly four, and if that's the case. Um, puts them in a really good position. So uh, the fact that they're playing Parramatta twice uh, this this week and obviously it, it, I think around 26 um, would probably depend on where they finish and who finishes in the top four because it, you know, it's a bit of a lock there at the moment. A lot of teams locked in and around that spot. It is Thursday night, 40, the Broncos and Parramatta. It's a short turnaround after Saturday, and that's why Kevy has, yeah. again, he's got today off. They, they will train uh, tomorrow, Wednesday, then play Thursday. Uh, while he's sitting by the pool sipping daiquiris <laughs> or pina coladas, he, he's got a fair decision to make about who comes back. I mean, your, your origin players, 
Payne Haas, does he give him another week off? We know Selwyn Cobbo's not going to be back, mm. but, there, but there's you know, Paddy Caron to come back. We've got um, Kate, uh, well, Kate Well, Corey and Oates. Oates. Exactly. So you've got a, a middle forward and an edge forward. Now, yeah. I'm looking at the players that are there now. Who do you keep? Who do you... It's a really good question, yeah. and, and this is why through this period of time, um, play, uh, clubs rely heavily on their depth and, and some of their players. Um, for me, um, I'm led to believe that Payne Haas probably will play. He's had you know some two to three mm. weeks off, which is what he needed. Um, Cobbo will obviously sit out because of the, the head knock. Uh, and then you look at the players, that who do they leave out? I mean, Ryan James, I don't expect probably to come back into that fold. Um, Reese Kennedy, I'm not sure. Um, Tyson Gamble, whilst can fulfil a role in the halves, do the Broncos need that on the bench? Not sure. Uh, Zach Hosking. Now, How Zach, good is he? Spare a thought for Zach Hosking. Three weeks ago, he was swinging off a hammer, having smoke with his mates. Fast forward to where he is now. He's won two games as a Brisbane Bronco. We crossed the line the other night to have it taken away from him. He is a footballer. He is just that footballer that you sort of just, you know what you're going to get every time. Mm. Um, he, he plays the game very simple. He, he plays the game very fair and hard. I, I like what I've seen from Zach Hosking. So I'd be looking to find a spot somewhere for him based on just his ability to play. And Corey, when you've got some superstars, when you've got origin players yeah. coming back, you do need those honest toilers, don't you? You need, you need the, the, the blokes who will just put their head down and go. Well, I spoke about before about desperation, the ability to turn up for your mate. He's one of those. He epitomises that. And we've seen that in his opening two games. You can't just fabricate that. That's part of his DNA. So I'd be... I'd be looking at probably a Zach Hosking on the bench there. He can fill a, a, a different range of positions. But it's going to be a headache. I mean, Tessie New, Tamare Martin, does he come back? I thought Tessie New's been terrific over the last few weeks in the fullback role. But if Tamare Martin is available, does he come back into the team? So, uh, look, there's some headaches that Kevy's had over the last couple of years. This is not a bad one. What if we go up north, up the Bruce Highway, all the way up to Townsville? Todd yes. Payton, geez, he is sitting pretty. He can lose, which they did, and it was a rare loss yeah. in Townsville for them, and yet they're still sitting in second spot. Yeah, they're a terrific team, aren't they? I mean, a little bit like the Broncos. They finished 13th, 14th last year, uh, and one of the worst defensive teams in the competition to now being the second best after 19 rounds. It's incredible. Uh, and you mentioned about your remedy or your recipe, rather, for – uh, a premiership winning side, they've got those. You know, they've got some really good experience. They've got some terrific young kids, uh, and they and they just have that ability to turn up for each other. Um, once again, you cannot fabricate uh, that desire and attitude to turn up for your mate week in and week out after such a long period of time where we are in the season. So a lot will depend. A lot will depend on injuries going into uh, the remainder of this season into the semifinals. Me, Chad Townsend and Adam Reynolds have both been clearly the difference. Clearly the difference for their two teams. Mm. And on the back of that, uh, the teams have been able to uh, enjoy plenty of success. All right. They take on the Tigers this week, a mm. team that you were watching up close in personal yeah. yesterday down in Parramatta. We need to touch on this because what's going on with the coaching setup is probably the biggest chat south <laughs> of the border in rugby league. Tim Sheens is going to be the coach. Yeah. He brings on your colleague from Fox Sports, Benji Marshall. Yep. To groom him, two-year apprenticeship, hand the reins over. It's the game that just keeps on giving rugby league, and the Tigers continually do that. I mean, Tim Sheens at the moment is head of football. He's overseeing everything there as it stands. A decision was made last week. Tim Sheens will be the head coach for the next two years, 
And then after that, Billy, uh, Billy Slater, Benji Marshall, rather, will be the head coach for three years post. Robbie Farah is also involved in that. He's got a three-year deal. And Dave Ferner, I'm led to believe, will be the other coach that will be appointed for an assistant. Someone who's been there and done that, Dave Someone, Ferner. Someone so who's actually, been there, done yeah. that as head coach role. Now, as it stands right now, the, the Tigers, um, there's been a bit of a, a to and fro in regards to who they want to play at six. There's been some individuals come out publicly and say, I'm the best six, you're not, etc., which yeah. shows a little bit of unrest. On the weekend, Hastings went to 13, Dewey was six, and, and Brooks was seven. They looked all right, didn't and, they? It, it was okay. It was yeah. okay. But I'm hearing that uh, Tim Sheen's, won't start implementing change until he takes over. Well, I just scratch my head at that, and I do not believe a word of it. There are seven weeks remaining in this competition. Tim Sheens is going to be the head coach next year. Brett Kamali, who is currently the interim coach at the moment and has done pathways at the Tigers, is not part of their plans next year. So there's a couple of ways you can look at this. Brett Kamali's got a seven-week job interview for anyone who wants him. Yep. Or he can kick cans around. Um, Tim Sheens has seven weeks th- to put some things in place, some momentum to get a head start, get for, a next head start for next year. Yeah. So that's what I expect to happen. That's not what the what we're hearing, but you'd be mad, absolutely mad, if you didn't go down that path. All right, Benji Marshall, a, a man you know well. You've played against yeah. him. You've you you sit in a Fox studio with him. Have done this year. I'm sure there's chat to go on behind the scenes when we're not seeing mm. in the green room. I, I want to play you a little bit of Benji from yeah. the weekend. When when he was asked about, well, hang on, mate, you don't really have any coaching experience. Me not having any coaching experience? The last five years of my career, I, I felt like I did more coaching than playing. Now, that doesn't resonate to what an assistant coach does, but I, I've seen the ins and outs. I, I know how to plan an attacking structure. I know what it takes to be successful in attack, and that's what my job's going to be. Corey Parker, a few questions here. You've been in that role as an yeah. assistant coach. You know the the the, the massive difference between yeah. being an assistant and being the boss. Also, does Benji have it in him? Well, time will tell. I mean, everything Benji's saying at the moment is 100% right. And when you're a player and you're a half or an experienced player towards the back end of your career, you do do a lot of coaching. It's completely different, however, because you still have the ability to have control out there on the field. When you're an assistant coach or you're a head coach, you have no control in regards to what's happening on the field at that point in time other than the preparation. Now, Benji's got great temperament. He's got great knowledge of the game. His work ethic in regards to being a player couldn't be questioned. But assistant coach going to head coach is completely different. Mm. I, I had a, an assistant role at Brisbane, not a full-time assistant, just a, a part-time assistant, I guess. Uh, and it was – there's a lot that goes into it, from preparation to cutting up clips to delivery of the team to, to, to you know, working out with individuals the best sort of process here and there, et cetera. Um, Benji's going to find that out real quick. I mean, Tim Sheen's a 72, I think, when he takes over as head coach. You've got mm-hmm. to assume, and I'm only assuming that Tim Sheen's at 72, his work ethic is not going to be the same as it was at 42. It's just not. So that then puts a bit of pressure on Benji and Robbie and also Dave Ferner. I know there's plenty of long-suffering Tigers mm-hmm. fans, 13, 13, 55. Have they got this one right? Have they got the experienced master to lead it in with an apprentice, or, someone like Benji Marshall? Or, or, or have they 
just put the the three individuals that everyone wants to see yeah. to appease the general public. I'm not sure. 13, 13, 55, 04, 67, 736, 736, which is 0467 SEN, SEN. If you haven't figured that out yet, stick that in your phone. You can text, uh, call in. I'd love to have a chat. So would Corey Parker, the Monday means test. Corey, you, you, you've you sat with Benji. You've got to know him. Uh, you know his temperament. Yeah. As far as taking this on. Well, I, I, the next two years for Benji is critical, critical for when he goes into that head coach role. Now, there's a lot of what ifs. You know, what if they don't improve at all in the next two years? What does that then look like? Um, I've got to back Benji in regards to everything he said or done and, and having spent a lot of time with him. Um, you know, I've got no doubt he'll want to do his best in, in doing that. They need some player personnel change. There's a lot of things that go into that. How does that look? Um, you know, I think with Tim Sheens there, Benji Marshall, Robbie Farrar, does that then, is that appealing for everyone else? So much unknown at the moment in regards to that. It's all opinion based, but I just know from being a part of coaching, it's a completely different beast. I mean, we've seen what three, four coaches sacked already this year. Um, so we'll wait and see. Wait and see indeed. Corey, an absolute pleasure. Corey Parker off and running the Monday means test. It was his first. He'll be back next week here at SENQ, 693 AM Queensland's new home of sport. He has said Parramatta will be playing Penrith in the grand finals. So, yeah, we're going to mark down that time and date after round 18. We'll do it next weekend, round 19. We'll see what the means test holds. Well, there you have it. Thanks for listening. You can catch the show live on air on your app or online. It's 693 SENQ every Monday morning from 9. Deck maintenance isn't fun. Move the furniture and barbecue, sand and prep, paint, seal, or get a low-maintenance Trex deck. The only colour fade you'll have to deal with is watching the sunset. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.